Hi guys, we're Proverbs 31 Mamas, or at least we're trying to be. Tune in with your hosts, Jenny and Rachel, every Thursday for new episodes of the Proverbs 31 Mamas podcast, where we'll talk faith, marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Hey everybody, welcome back to Proverbs 31 Mamas. Um, we are going to take a break from the Virtue Series this week, and we are just going to talk anything and everything Christmas, because Christmas is in, mm, I don't even know, five, is it five days? Is it four days? I don't know. We have a countdown. Today's Wednesday, right? <laughs> I do not. Uh, mm. It is. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Four. So five days. Five days, yeah. Five days. Today oh. is Wednesday, but by the time you're listening to this, it's Thursday or later. So who knows? As right. as we're speaking, there's five days until Christmas. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I saw the best. Um, I got a good chuckle out of it. Uh, post on Facebook <clears throat> a few minutes ago. <clears throat> as I'm dying, I'm sorry. Uh, it was. It says this is just a friendly reminder. If you're Christmas shopping now, to be kind to retail workers. It is not their fault that you waited until Mary's water broke to start Christmas shopping. <laughs> oh man, isn't that true though? Now, are you are are you a last last minute Christmas shopper, or are you someone that gets it done like way before Christmas? I get it done way before I, so I'm so bad about procrastinating about so many things, all of the things, except this. I can't, like, I start months in advance because I try to budget it. Like, if I spend a little bit here and a little bit there, like, it's spread it out instead of dumping all of the money at the end of the, like, right at the last minute. Um, the man that I'm married to, it waits until Mary's water breaks to go Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like I, I want to be responsible like you. <laughs> um, but quite frankly, usually most, most years now, I, I mean, I'm not going to say like I go out, you know, like I might run out Friday and maybe like finish up, you know, so there's, <laughs> There, so I mean, I suppose that's pretty close to last minute, but um, majorities. I mean, the majority's done this year, but normally I'm normally I'm very bad about that. I I I love that idea, and I need to do that because it makes the most sense. Because you do, then December comes around, and you're like, "Oof, <laughs> where's my money?" <laughs> Well, and it's a double-edged thing, though, also, because when you start accumulating things ahead of time, like I do, you really have to have a hiding place locked down. Yeah. You have to. Yes. Right. So that's that's one thing. We've been fortunate. Um, the toddler has definitely found things and brought them out of the hiding spot, but um, he's got the attention span of, like, a Tic Tac um and so like we just take it and put it back and he forgets about it Um, sure sure but you have to be prepared like there's still a gift hiding in my car right now um that I really hope I don't forget about 
but it's bigger that it's bigger than I want to bring in the house and hide. So I'm right. gonna leave it in the back of my car, but hopefully won't forget it. Yes, that's good. And if Christmas morning rolls around, you're like, "Ooh, hold on, <laughs> hold well, on." It'll just be like it'll be like a Christmas story where Ralphie thinks he doesn't get the Red Rider BB gun, but really yeah. it's just behind the yeah. That's right. Everyone... It'll be just like that. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be good. Yeah, um, and I'm glad that that we're that we're doing this and just kind of like having fun and I don't know talking about just kind of whatever we want when it comes to Christmas I mean clearly we'll talk about the reason for the season if you will the like (laughs) why we as Christians celebrate Christmas but why I don't know at least in my opinion why kind of like the fun things and like all the other little things. I don't know. It kind of like makes it more special to me. Yes. Um, I, I like that this isn't super scripted because if, if and I've mentioned this before, I think um, you know this about me. I work with children, um, school age children and the week leading up to Christmas. I mean, it's just, crazy yeah like my brain is soup but it's alphabet soup but there's only (laughs) but it only there's not all the letters it just spells out ah that's it that's it that's all i've got left um (laughs) yeah so this is just you know like they're checked out i'm checked out everybody's checked out like so so this is the perfect episode for me this week um this is a very exciting like this has just recently occurred to me um I don't know what I would call myself I don't not like a born again Christian like I don't know what I would call myself but I'm in this new season of my life this walking with Jesus if you if that's what you want to call it um and this is the first year of how do I want to word this so that it makes sense I don't this is the first basically the first year of celebrating Christmas for us for the right reasons Sure. Like going, this is our first Christmas as like a actively church going, Jesus loving family. Like that's yeah. miles. Like this is my first Christmas having, after having like made the choice to be baptized and, and all these things. So this is, this feels like a big milestone for me in that department. So I'm very excited um, that we've brought so much of the real reason for the season into our home this year the kids love it oh and i i remember recently going to (laughs) hobby lobby with you and i think target and you trying to find um like the best little nativity set and that was so sweet i did i was on a mission i wanted to that's something i wanted to incorporate this year is a nativity set and because that was like I don't know. We had one growing up and it was my job to like set it up. And I, it was a job that I took very seriously. And so I wanted to pass that micromanagement down to my children. (laughs) Um, And I am excited. It's little and it's nothing super special, but it's good for now. It's not something that they can break very easily. Right. Which is (laughs) good because they're still at that age where they're really good at breaking stuff. Yeah. Um. 
so yeah, I mean, we've been listening to, um, there's a kids Bible stories podcast out there, um, that has been doing one episode per week for all of Advent. And like, we listen to that and, um, it gives us the opportunity to have discussions like in the car, um, about the story of Jesus's birth and, and that sort of thing. Um, so I'm definitely trying to really get them engaged with the real reason for the season this year. Oh, that's really exciting. And you're, you're doing a great job. Well, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> hey, that's the best you can do, you know, is try. But you're doing a great job. And um, the kid, yeah, I mean, I can tell that your kids just love it. And um, yeah, so I think this, this is just fun to talk about, you know. I like it. I feel like we do well. Um, <laughs> just talking to each other <laughs> so I feel like this works out good for us yeah it's that word organic again yeah, we want yeah. the conversations to be organic we yeah, say it all the time. we got chemistry <laughs> when we talk um <laughs> I I think we do I people have told me that we do so yeah. I um who We're needs a go script who needs a script nobody <laughs> right gotta wing um, it well I don't know. Should we ask them like just fun little, I don't know, talk about like some fun little Christmassy things? Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably why we're here, right? That's probably a good idea. All right. Well, let me ask you one plan we have. Yeah. Well, I'm going <laughs> to ask you this very important question. Mm-hmm. Why did it take you 31 years to watch a Christmas vacation, Rachel? Um. So I was actually that was going to be my next talking point if, if it was up to me. Um, so my life has changed in another very drastic way this Christmas season. Um, I have just recently watched for the first time in my 31 years on the planet, um, the cinematic masterpiece that is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Um, and (laughs) all right, give me credit though. Come on. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that credit oh, for this. you absolutely deserve the credit. <laughs> I'm taking um, it. <laughs> I watched it because you told me to. Um, and, I mean, you said, no, watch it now, and I stopped what I was doing, and I put it on. I, I did. Like, yes, I just, like, ma'am. I'm like, turn on Hulu, like, right now. <laughs> and I, I did it, and thankfully, like, shout out to my mom for logging into her Hulu account on our TV, like, the last time she was here, and then not logging out again. <laughs> yes. Oh, love, <laughs> I love sharing those, uh, yeah those subscriptions right so um it changed my life like I have never (laughs) felt more relatable to anyone in a movie I think than than I do Clark Griswold (laughs) like I don't know I don't know where I mean where's this movie been all my life well it's been out and about it's been everyone's been watching it except me I don't know why it took so long honestly I don't I think that um, well, it's not exactly a family Christmas movie. No, really. I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> definitely not one that like you'd watch with your young kids. Um, I mean, I, I did as a child, but you know what? Here's the thing. Here's what I'm just. I'm gonna say this a million times: is that things were different in the '90s. Okay, they just were. Oh yeah, no, yeah. You would never be able to. I mean, people do, but like the things that you can, you could get away with, like doing with your children then was a lot different oh 100 so yeah like i so i watched that when i was pretty young but again again it was a very different time oh yeah i was singing 
um, I'm not, I don't know, I shouldn't probably be proud of this, but I knew all the words to, like, I don't know how many Eminem songs by the time I was in, like, fourth grade. It was a different time. Right. Guys. Oh, yeah. A different time. Censorship oh, was yeah. a very different thing. It was just, it was a different time. That's all we can It tell. was. Um, yep. I, I think part of it, so, I know we're going to talk about traditions and stuff. Part of it was that, um... A lot of years we spent indulging in the um, TBS would run a marathon. TBS, I think. Yes. Oh, Christmas Story. Oh yeah. Um, and, for twenty four hours. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, at our Christmas Eve gathering at my aunt and uncle's house every year, we would um, as soon as it started running, we would turn it on and just watch it. Um, I don't know how That's many, a lot. Oh, I don't know how many times I've seen that movie. Um. Wow. But the the, a... the best part about it is is that like my dad has also seen the movie a thousand times. A couple things about my dad in this movie. So my dad um is a redhead. And I don't know if you know or if you remember Scott Farkas, the redhead bully with yeah. the coonskin cap and the braces. Okay. Yep. I don't have any photographic evidence to prove this. Um, but my dad, as a teenager, looked identical to Scott Farkas. Like, I really? definitely had the same poop-eating grin, like, everything, everything. And so we crack up all the time because, like, look just like my dad. Um, but <laughs> also, he has seen this movie ugh, just as many times as I have, but he laughs Every time, okay, so the, the neighbor's dogs, the bumpus hounds, you know, they got those bloodhounds that just, like, yeah. wreak havoc on the family. Uh-huh. Um, scene where the guy's shooing the dogs out of his house, and he slams the door, and he slams the door on one of their long, floppy ears. And we've seen it a million times, but my dad will sit there and crack up, like, it is the first time <laughs> he has seen that part, every single time, to where, like, we know it's coming, so we all just gather around and watch him. <laughs> oh, every time. I love it. It's it's uh, he just laughs so hard every time, and we're like, you know, it's coming. Hey, he loves it. It's, he loves it. Yeah, awesome. I I love that about him. Aww, um, that's sweet. I, I think like we that. were just too busy watching the Christmas. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I can understand that. I get that. To to get into anything else. Okay. But it's life-changing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. Again, I've watched it since I was a kid, so I guess, you know, like, it's because I've watched it since I was a kid, like, every single year. It, uh, I don't know, it doesn't lose its flavor, though, I'll tell you that. But what about any, any other Christmas movies? Like, what's your, if you, do you have a favorite? Can you not pick? Are you just too indecisive? Um, like me. <laughs> so I think it's funny that you mentioned this because every day at work um, lately, we've been doing a question of the day with the kids at snack time where when they get up to get their snack, um, we they, we ask a question of the day and they have to answer it. And it's usually like, what's your favorite? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Today was what, what's your favorite Christmas movie? So it uh-huh. was it was interesting to hear all of the kids answer. Um, I think, well, now my new favorite, obviously, is yeah. Christmas Vacation. But before that, I would have to say Elf is up there, which Tim is not a Will Ferrell fan. So, like, it's not one that I have been able to play a lot because he's just like, I hate this guy. Um, 
but I feel like Will Ferrell is, which if you, Will Ferrell, if you're listening to this, you know, because I'm sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, it's one of those guys that you either love him or you hate him and there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot in Right. Yes. Um, so Elf is one of my favorites. The Grinch also, but very specifically the Jim Carrey live action version of the Grinch and I don't care you can come for me okay I don't care about the old cartoon I don't care about the newer one with Benedict Cumberbatch I I've seen it it's fine I don't care Jim Carrey's Grinch is the only relevant one in pop culture like you can't change my mind that's it okay so you're pretty (laughs) you're pretty uh (laughs) yeah you're pretty steady with the Grinch though with Jim Carrey okay the older um, I get, the more relatable he is to me. Well, like, if I can't figure out what to wear, <laughs> that's it. I'm not going. You just got to think of Jim Carrey in the Grinch scene, you know? Yeah. Well. What about you? Well, okay. So, I, I'm going to tell you. <clears throat> when I first saw Elf, like, as a teenager, at the, I went to the movies to see it. Um, I think I, I did like it the first time. But, in general there was a, a long time where I was like, oh, again with Elf. Like, I was just kind of, like, very much over it. Um, but I have grown to very much enjoy it again now in my 36 years. So I will say I really do like Elf. But, um, yeah, I mean, Christmas Vacation, it, it just, yeah, it's, like, one of, obviously, my favorites. Um you know, if I have time, like, It's a Wonderful Life, like, that's a beautiful movie. You know, I love that. Um, I, I love the animated star. Like, that's adorable. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that You one. know, I we love that We just watched I that this year, that too. One. Yeah, like, I love that one. Um, so, like, I love watching that with my kids. Um, yeah. So. Okay, you're going to disown me. I know it. You're going you're gonna to throw me in the garbage when I say this. I, okay, I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm just going to come out and say it. I have never seen It's Wonderful Life. That's okay. I'm not, I'm I not have never be. seen Miracle on 34th Street. Well, I have seen both. I, um, there's so many other ones that I am sure I haven't seen Christmas well, related. I, I, okay, so I just saw for the very first time White Christmas. Never seen um, it. Never seen it. Okay, well, yeah, me, me, me neither until a couple days ago. I randomly was like, hmm, I think I'm going to watch that. And I did. And I am not a um, musical girl. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like I I hate musicals or anything like that. I just, like, in general, eh, I don't know. I could take them or leave them, like, depending on what it is. There's some I'm like, yes, I love that. And some I'm like, eh, you know. Um, And it's a musical. But I actually enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. I thought it was a really good movie. Um, it was made in 1954, Big Crosby. I mean, like, yeah, I feel like you kind of can't go wrong, you know, Mr. Christmas. But, um, no, but it was good. But I had never seen that. And, like, everyone's always like, have you not seen White Christmas? And I'm like, no, I haven't seen that. But um, It's a Wonderful Life is also extremely long. So you have to, like, put some serious time into that movie. So I can understand. I can understand why you haven't seen that one. So. <laughs> No harm, no foul. I'm not going to throw you in the garbage can. Okay. Well, I appreciate okay. that. Um, yeah. Two other ones that I feel like are worth mentioning that I'm going to probably date myself here. And there's a solid chance I have no idea what I'm talking about. 
that I was probably, I don't know, like five, four or five. Uh, it was called Annabelle's Wish. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, about the children's movie. Yeah. <gasps> she just wanted to be a reindeer so bad. Oh, and it, like yes. the ending is like sad. I remember her being old and like running through the snow to try to catch Santa. And she like yes. fell. And I would cry every single oh. time. But I would keep watching it. And my mom was just like, why are you doing this to yourself? It's kind of like the fox and the hound. Right. And and so there was that one. And then also, um, it was a Jim Henson movie. It was the oh, Christmas, God, Christmas Carol. Yes, yes, yes. No, I take it all back. That's got to be one of my favorites. I just watched it yesterday. <laughs> yes, no, no, the not Muppet the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh. It's called a Christmas toy. Like the Christmas toy. Oh. From Jim Henson. And it's... I don't think well, I Well, I mean, that. I'm up at Christmas Carol is amazing, too. But hmm. this is, um, oh, I don't remember. It was like, okay, there's like this stuffed tiger, and he was like the favorite toy hmm. um, of this child. And then Christmas came along, and there was a new toy. And it was like, a, uh, there was like big feelings about who was the favorite toy, and it was a hmm. whole thing. It's uh, The movie's older than I am. I know that. But it's a Jim Henson and I was like, I'll look it up. Best with it. Um, so I'll yeah, that up. Hmm. I'll look it up. All right, let's talk about the elf. You have one, don't you? Mm, Alfie, I do. Elf on the yeah. shelf. I also have one. Candy cane is his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I do. You regret having an elf? Yes or no? <laughs> yes. I do, okay. but you know what? I'm in too deep now. Like, I can't. Yes. Well, same. Yes, yeah, same. I regret it, but, like, I can't not. Yeah, I, like, I've dug myself a hole. I have to, you know, like, <laughs> you made your bed. You have to live in it, right? Yeah, there's no way to get out of it without it being, like, traumatic at this point. Like, <laughs> either they're going to be, like, we're so bad that he just abandoned us or, like, he died or something. I, I, I'm in too deep. I can't. I can't get out of it. And I, and I do like to watching them wake up and run around and look for him. Yeah. To see what he's gotten into. And like some of the more creative ones I look at it and I'm like, I'm actually kind of proud of myself. This is cute. But for the most part, it's the bane of my existence and I hate it. Yeah. I feel like I don't have, like, I feel like you just, yeah, hit the nail on the coffin with that. Um, it's kind of like, see, like not even secretly, but there's part of me that's like, Oh, like they do. They run up and they're like, where's Candy Cane? You know, and they're looking for him. And like today, my husband put him like uh, on the outside, <laughs> like on our front door, but like in our like, he's like, l- like creepily looking in the window on a wreath, you know, so he's like staring at you all day. Um, So that's where he is currently right now. But like, ah, I know it's like I enjoy their joy of it. But also I'm like, it's always the same thing. It's like almost midnight and I'm like, I didn't move the elf. Where am I going to put the elf? You know, I'm like running out of ideas and like people send me ideas all the time. Um, and most of the time, like they're really cute ideas, but I yeah. don't, I'm like so much now work. where I'm just like, I don't even, I don't even want to do it. I, I know. Do it. Um, it's okay. So we only if, have a few more days left, right? <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Now, if you're listening to this and you're running out of elf ideas like I am, let me tell you. There is a video on YouTube. It is like a nine-hour long video. 
I googled no that sound. last night. I yeah, you it don't up. have to listen to it. There's no sound or anything. But basically, it is like a color, like pixelated screen of like the elf is stuck in your TV. And it says, help, I pushed the wrong button on the remote and now I can't get out. And you just stream it to your TV and f- forget about it. Like you hide the elf somewhere and you forget about it for like the whole day. Now, it also might mean that you can't watch TV. But if you're looking for a way to get your kids away from the screen, then that will time. also do it. <laughs> Can't do that. Um, it would hurt the elf. That would be horrible. He'll be gone forever. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something. Right. Mm. Um, so if you need a break and, from the elf, <laughs> um, it's on there. Just search okay. like elf stuck in TV, whatever. It's like a nine hour loop. Yep. Mm. Um, All right. Um, here's another one. Santa Claus. Do you do Santa Claus? Do you not do Santa Claus? If you do, why do you do it? And like, what's your, what's your thought about Santa? We do Santa. Um, I'm going to just say that openly. And I know that not everyone does. And that is okay. I know that some people feel um, like they're lying to their kids. And I understand, I guess, where that comes from. Um, I don't look at it that way. Um, And I appreciate that the parents who do like they don't the parents who don't do Santa like I appreciate the lengths that they go to to make sure their kids understand that like some kids do so don't ruin it um that uh, like that I always think that that's admirable um I think that well okay so first of all in our house Santa brings um like the toys like my kids don't have expensive electronics or like video games or anything. So, right. but if they did, like Santa wouldn't bring that. Um, that would be from us because I get it that like not every right Santa's Kid. not the same in every house. Right. Um, Santa brings like the toys that they ask, you know when they write a list or whatever. Um, Mom and Dad give clothes and books. Like, the boring stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I think that, for me, like, I never felt betrayed when I, I don't no. remember exactly when that conversation happened. I don't remember how old I was. I don't remember, you know. But I, I don't, also don't remember feeling, like, hurt or betrayed or anything when I found out. Um, right. I think, honestly the world like yes jesus is the reason for the season and i don't want to take away from that um we do it like you know especially now that the kids are starting like mason's starting to understand more about god and everything that like that is the reason that we celebrate christmas that is just a part of christmas but he's not the reason yeah christmas. right um, jesus is the reason for christmas and um about serving and giving back to others that it's not just about what we get but, yeah. you know, they are only little for such a short amount of time. And to be honest, yeah. the world is scary and it sucks. And being an adult sucks. And there are so many more opportunities in life that will rob you of joy in one way yes. or another. Not to be, like, super depressing. But, um, no, I agree. They, why, like, I look at it as, like, let them have that little bit of magic yeah. while they can. Because I don't think that it... I don't personally don't think it detracts from like I think you can do both I think there can be a bad oh, yeah. of, like they understand the real reason that we celebrate Christmas and that they understand that that's a part of it but it's not right the most important part of it it's just something that we do 
but it's not the reason. I think there definitely can be a distinction there. And so that's how we do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, (laughs) samesies basically (laughs) pretty much exactly what you said. Um, we do do Santa. Um, I, I grew up like, I, you know, there would be gifts under the tree from Santa Claus. There would be cookies and carrots that have been eaten and all the stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I never once ever thought, um, like, oh, you, you know, like, you lied to me about this. I can't believe, like, I, like, never, ever, ever, ever. Um, I just remember, like, at some point, and I don't even have like a moment, you know, it was just kind of like, I remember when that faded away or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I think I actually kind of looked at it more like, man, like mom, <laughs> you, like you port, like you really tried hard, didn't you? Like that, like that was absolutely very sweet. like, I thought of it like as this like really sweet thing. And it's not like, I mean, it's not like my parents talked about Santa Claus 24 seven or anything like that. It wasn't like I, but I also knew like what Christmas was about like I, that was instilled you know so that wasn't it wasn't like nothing was taken away um so for us like again it's not like something that we talk about all of the time um and I'm also totally cool like with people like just because we do Santa does not mean somebody else has to do Santa and that's perfectly fine um but like for us I like like kind of like what you said like the world is so there's so much bad stuff if they can have a little bit of just fun Christmas magic it's not hurting anything and you know I I think it's just like a, a, a special I think it's just like a special little thing that you know you can do with your kids and they're so they're just little for so long and I I want them to grow up and you know feel like they can be creative and that they can like I don't know. I don't know. I think that it doesn't, it totally doesn't hurt anything. And we're a Santa family basically. So yeah. Right. Like I think about, um, especially as an adult and as a parent, I look back and I think about how much like little love and detail that my mom put into that. Um, like when I like, um, I don't think it was Christmas, but like Easter, she took, um, she took baby powder. We had carpet in the living room where my Easter basket would be. And she took um, baby powder and made paw prints out of baby powder on the floor leading up to my Easter basket. So that like it really looked like the Easter bunny was, had been Aww, there. That's um, sweet. And, like when I lost my first tooth, she typed out a teeny tiny note in the teeny tiniest font ever on the computer and like rolled it up and put it in with the tooth. Um, and that's stuff that I do with my kids now. Like, yes. I don't, mm-hmm. not the Easter Bunny, but like Santa, I go and put on Tim's big boots and then I take flour and like sprinkle yes. it around the boots from we the fireplace to too. the tree. And like, it's just those little things that like, they wake up and their minds are just blown. Yeah. They're like, he really was here. And like, it's just so magical. And, and I, I look back at that stuff and think like, wow, like my mom really put, you know she really put love into that and so I'm hoping that that's what they like see too when they get older so like yeah she really did she went the extra mile to give us that magic yes yes um, there's um, so much about being an adult that's not magical so like let them yeah. have it my opinion. yeah <laughs> um and also like we always say like you know 
um, you get like, you know, Santa Claus can only give so many gifts, right? Like that's, you know, there's a lot of, you know, you can only give so many gifts, but like, why, like, why do you think, like, why do we give gifts? Like, what is the point of giving gifts? And does it matter what the gift is? It's the thought that counts, you know, and we're doing it like for us, we, tr- you know, we try to, we try to look at it and we try to explain now, and mind you again, they're children, you know, they, it's okay that they really want something on their Christmas list. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is That's okay. age appropriate. That's yeah. Like they're kids. It's, they it, just because they're focused right on a toy, like they're excited about a specific yes. toy. It doesn't mean that they're being selfish or greedy. Like they're kids that's no. appropriate for their like age level that's what they do like when they're you know when they get older like (laughs) they're gonna you know they're they'll they'll understand it more but I think like and not and I think just like any way that you can you know do something with your kids and like not to try to make this sound like oh we're doing this because this is not at all what I mean but this I'm only saying this because this is like something that I do think is cool that we, we're doing it's a teachable like, moment yeah I think it's a teachable moment and we're not doing it for us we're doing it like to teach our kids about giving and why we give um and like we're just going to pass out some bags that we got at our local food pantry on Saturday and you know here's the thing like I know tons of people that like take their kids to like soup kitchens or they go and like go and ring the bell for the Salvation Army like there's a million things that you can do And it doesn't matter, like any little thing, you know, even like going to a nursing home and maybe just like coloring some pictures or some cards and, you know, passing them out to the people that live there, like little things like that to show, I think your kids, it might not mean like a whole lot to them at first, but I think as they get older and they like start realizing like oh yeah we do this every year like why like why do we do this like my thought is like they will grow to understand like why we give and like why like yes and why it is kind of extra special at christmas because it does it hits harder at christmas you know i wish i could say like every you know that it always feels the exact same but at christmas there's just something that feels kind of magical about it and I think it's, like, just the perfect time to, like, have that teachable moment for your children. Yeah, I think um, the sooner you instill that kind of thing in them, um, the, the better, the better off they'll be. In. Yeah. And, like, last year before we, before church was really, or, like, before Jesus was really, like, the center of our lives, um, there were two things that I did last year that I got Mason involved in. Um, one was, and I think I've mentioned this before, one was a giving tree um, in our community. There was like a restaurant that had a tree put up with tags on it. And the tags were, um, they were numbered, like each number was meant for a specific family. Um, and they would write something that they like wanted or needed on a tag and you would pick the tags off the tree. You'd get the item, you'd bring it back to the restaurant, they'd wrap it and deliver it. Um, and some of the items, like it would say like the item and then the, like whether it was a boy or a girl and then their age. And some of it was like the most uh, basic 
like underwear. Yeah. Or socks or like things like that. Things that like so many of us are fortunate enough to not have to think about being able to provide for our kids. We're just able to provide them. Yeah. Um, and it was really eye-opening to see those tags. Like, you know, some one of them just really wanted a soft blanket or yeah. underwear. Like, and, and you know, the kid, kids underwear, but like they need it. Yeah. Um, and so I picked some of the tags for more of the like basic type items and then was able to explain to Mason that like these are things that some families are asking for for Christmas because they really need them. And like, right. we don't have to think about needing things like that because we just, we have them and we're able to get new ones when we need them, but not everyone can do that. And, right. and he was kind of just like, wow, you know, I never really thought about <laughs> like, wow, people really need gloves and socks and underwear and stuff like for Christmas. And like, yes, because the need sometimes for things like that is so big. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yes, it and is. There was, there was a mom, um, of an adult son who is on the autism spectrum. She posted in a community page about how her son really loves getting mail and like loves getting Christmas cards. Mm. And if anybody wanted to send a Christmas card, like message her for the address. And I jumped right on it and um, got the address. And I had Mason, I explained to Mason at the time that like this young man's name was, I don't, I don't remember his name, but um, you know, his, his brain works a little bit differently than ours. And um one of the things that really, really makes him happy is getting Christmas cards. And Mason was basically like, oh, say less. Okay. And he drew a Christmas card for this young man, um, a picture of Santa and a sleigh and a reindeer and like wrote a note in it and we mailed it. And the, the mother reached out to me afterwards um, and said like, your son's card is his favorite Aww. that he's gotten out of everyone's. And so I explained to him, like, this was something so simple. Like, all you had to do was draw a picture, right? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, you made this guy so happy. Yeah. And that's that's it. That's what it's about. Like, it was something so small, but it made someone's day so much better. Exactly. It cost us nothing, but it meant everything to him. Like, that. that's what it's about. So hmm. anything like that. that I feel you like you got that line from someone. <laughs> it's i if can't it's imagine true. it is it is, it is I mean, true it is um and that was something that like both of those situations like no one would know who we are like the the christmas tree there was no recognition and that's the best kind they don't know who we are it's not about that it's just about knowing that like these kids really needed these things and we were able to get them for them and they'll never know who we are and that's perfect it's yes. just one less thing that family doesn't have to worry about. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so that's why, yeah. I, and I think that's like, that is like the best way to celebrate Christmas. I think, especially when your children are so young, because that's what I want. You know, like one question I was going to like talk to you about, but I, I kind of feel like this is kind of like what we're going to like, what do we want our kids to remember and like, what's a tradition? And like, I really hope that this, that this can be a tradition, like for your family, for my family, um, you know, for the other families that, you know, are involved and everything, you know, like no matter what you do, if you're just drawing a picture for somebody, um, if you're, you know, dropping off a little gift, maybe you're going to drop it off at some random person to like, just leave it on their porch and like, 
you know, whatever. It doesn't need, like, anything. Just, like, something special for somebody else. And nobody needs to know the wiser. Um, because, like, to me, that's such an amazing way to show Jesus to your children. Than to do things without expecting anything. Or having anybody right. know or tap you on the shoulder or, you know. I think that is exactly, like, how we love, like, Jesus, where, you know, we're just doing things for, without, like, not for recognition, not for any of that, like, just because we know that it's gonna help someone or make their, you know, bring a little moment of light into what can be a really dark time of year for a lot of people, Um, and that it's not about, it's not just about us and what we get, it's about what we can give back. Yes. Exactly. Um, without needing the credit. Because it's not about that. It's just about spreading that little bit of joy. Yeah. Exactly. Because, I mean, you know, when, I mean, yes, obviously, like, when you're a Christian. But also, I mean, you know, there, there is, um, I feel like this also comes with age, right? Um that you just start realizing that the materialistic things, you know, they, they're not going to, they're not going to buy you. They're not going to buy you more time. They're not going to buy you, um, a happier life. Uh, you know, so it's like, you know, being with your family and your friends and, you know, trying to teach your children, the way you know like you you want your children to remember Christmas as like with these special these special things you want them to remember to you know (laughs) to be you know loving to people and you can't you want them to be like the Scrooge at the end of the movie where they when he goes and visits Tiny Tim and he's like, here, you know, have the have the turkey, have, you know, <laughs> take the rest of the week off, you know. Exactly. And I think that um, it's like, uh, well, like the Grinch when his heart grows. Yeah. Three sizes. Um, and like, I can think back and can I remember like me- a certain memorable gifts that I got yeah. growing up? Yeah, I can. But. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. When you think about it in the grand scheme of things, 20 years from now, our kids aren't going to be like, oh, man, I remember that one time you got me that Iron Man Lego, like, whatever, when I was six. It was so cool. Like, realistically, yeah. no, they're probably not going to, they're probably not going to do that. But they will remember things like, you know, my mom and dad, we always, every year we found a way to to give back or to do something good for someone else and like that'll help them be more well-rounded adults I think so they will remember that they will remember people are more likely to remember the way that you know like feelings than items like the I know the so much of the stuff that I worry about buying off of their lists or whatever like they're not gonna remember it but they will remember stuff like that stuff like going and handing out just little extra joyful items at the food pantry or yeah um making christmas cards for someone or adopting a resident at a nursing home or yeah. whatever like they they will remember that especially if we continue to do it as they get older yeah oh absolutely and i mean kind of thinking about like 
I don't know. I mean, I've always known this, but I think, I don't know, like maybe I was just thinking about it a little bit more. Um, you know what? No, I think it was when, when Martin, who's a pastor at our church, um, when he gave the sermon, and I, I can't remember exactly what he said, but last week when he was talking about, you know, like Jesus being born in a manger, like in a trot, you know, like in this not very special place. I think I'm not making this up right. He did. He did talk about this, I think. I, I don't think you're making it up either. I, that okay. Sounds... <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think he talked about that if he didn't. Um, okay. It's still true regardless. <laughs> right. But, but anyway, like just thinking about that, I mean, he could have, you know, come to earth a million ways. He could have, you know, <laughs> come in a thing of fire or he could have came in this, you know, chariot from the sky or like, you know, any, any, there could have been any way, but he was, you know, born by a bunch of, uh, quite frankly, not very clean animals, <laughs> not like the, you know, definitely not a Ritz hotel or anything like that. He was just, you know, um, and I just think, I don't know. I think that says so much, like if we really think about it, about his character, um, and that he didn't like that he, at that time, especially, you know, that not to feel like that people didn't have to feel like they couldn't come to him or like people like we now don't have to feel like he's so relatable to us. Yeah. Like coming from, uh, I guess you would call it very humble beginnings um, yes. and never turned anyone away. You never said you're not good enough to come to me. I, I, it, you're absolutely right. I think it speaks volumes about yeah um, his character. So I, I don't know. So I think like, yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, like it is totally okay to like all the fun things because I like the fun things too. I want to have fun with my kids at Christmas and I, you know, um, I think that's completely fine. You know, it's okay. Like I said, it's okay to want something like there's nothing wrong with wanting something right um it's just you know like in the big grand scheme of things just you know showing them like why are we doing this what's it for and to remember like yeah because like this is special like jesus's birth like that's just something to remember you know um so i don't know i'm ex i'm excited for this christmas i feel I feel good about it. Me too. I feel very like positive and, and uplifted about it. And that's obviously because, you know, I've got God in my life yeah. now when I didn't um, before, you know, um, and I think too, Christmas can, you know, um, also, I mean, like we want to keep this light and bright, obviously, but like, I feel like dancing around it would not be, necessarily um christmas can be very difficult for some people just the holidays in general not even like specifically christmas you know but um there's a lot of people that just have a really hard time at christmas and i don't know i've i've i you know i've had really great christmases i mean i mean so many more great christmases than bad you know or hard Christmases you know um, I've always been mostly been able to find the good you know at the holidays and 
um, I mean, I had a miscarriage on Christmas. Oh, gosh. Five years ago, right before I had Owen. You know, that was not a good Christmas. <laughs> that was not a fun Christmas for me. Um, but then a year later on Christmas, um, this was after my dad had his first stroke. And things were not um, things were not looking very well for him. He wasn't communicating or, you know, like making eyes, making eye contact, you know, that type of like it wasn't looking so good. But um, on Christmas morning, the nurse called us and my dad said hi. <laughs> he just said hi on the phone. And it was like such a cool I mean, it was such a cool moment. Um. Because it made me remember, like, yeah, there's, like, there can be some really amazing things. Like, God is still there for you. Like, even through the bad times, through the good times, like, he's still there. He does not leave you. Um, but I think, you know, I mean, and I know you get it, too. Like, the holidays can be hard for people. But I think... um like also just trying to be there for people and like, um, you know, reaching out maybe, you know, maybe that's a time where like with certain people, like if you know that they're going through a hard time, like, yeah, maybe that's the time to reach out, you know, and, and double check. Absolutely. Like, are you doing, check are you, on you your know? friends that have yeah. a time. Right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I think like I look back a couple Christmases ago, right before Miles was born, um, I was very pregnant with him, um, mm -hmm. and I already, at that point, like, my mental health wasn't, it was already in a downward slope, um, and I feel like we were still having, like, a very big, like, lack of communication in our marriage, like, our marriage wasn't in a good place, um, I just, I wasn't mm -hmm. happy, like, I was, it was Christmas, and I was expecting a baby within a few months, and it was supposed to be, like, this really happy time, and it just wasn't for a yeah. lot of reasons um and then a year after that my life had completely flipped turned upside down and we were in our new like forever home and our <laughs> everything was right back on track our marriage was great we were thriving like we had just started a new chapter of our life and so it can change for the better or for the worse in in an instant um, yes but there's always hope yes there's always hope, even in the most unexpected places and like the darkest yeah. moments. Like there, there, there is always hope, especially through Christ. I think that's important. Yeah, yeah, um, mm. yeah. So I, I just felt like that was just something that you know that we needed to just say. Um, but that, and also I think too, like if you are having a difficult just time like it doesn't even you know maybe Christmas isn't something that like makes it harder for you right you know maybe it's just in general maybe there's a different time of year where it's harder for you um like re you know reach out like people really are they want to be there yes absolutely because it's not just Christmas there's a lot of oh yeah anniversaries of of passings or other milestones that are really difficult for people um birth dates I mean yeah yep. oh yeah there's so many different things that are difficult for a lot of people the holidays are just one of the one of the big ones yeah yeah 
Um, but yeah, how do we come back from that? <laughs> um, okay, so hope that's what we have to hold on to hope. Um, let people be there for you and like, don't be alone at like, ask, you know, like reach out to people, like, you know, ask, Hey, are you know, if you know, someone's going to be alone for the holidays, invite them over, you know, or be like, if you can't come over on Christmas, you know, just let's go grab a coffee or something, you know, just reach out to people. That's just another way, you know, to love. Because even if they're not in a place where they're going to accept your invitation or whatever, the fact that you reach out and that you offer it speaks volumes sometimes. Do it anyway. When you're feeling so alone. Yeah. When you're feeling so alone, even if you're not in a place where you're ready to like go be at a gathering with people or whatever, because sometimes you're just not. Yeah. And that's okay. But it's knowing that the the thought was there that you were on their mind and in their heart enough for them to reach out to you and invite you. So do it anyway, ask anyway, even if they don't accept, be that nagging person. (laughs) Well, yeah, that too. I mean, like I Um, wouldn't really know what that's like. It's not like my husband said that at all, but you know, (laughs) not at Um, all. (laughs) Another thing that I want to put out there that I've been trying to tell myself is that I think so many of us, especially, I don't know, maybe especially women, moms, whatever, need to give ourselves so much more grace around this time of year because things can get crazy. Things can get crazy. And (laughs) yeah, like, like this is the first year that I really have. This is the first year that I have like a circle of friends who like, this sounds really ridiculous, but like who enjoy my company enough to want to like include me in things and like make plans with me to do things. Um, and which is great and I wouldn't have it any other way but there's some moments where I like I've overbooked myself um especially on the weekends because that's all I really have and then I start to like panic and um or like stressing out about shopping or getting the right gifts and all that stuff and like I'm I'm just having a aha like come to Jesus moment to remember that like you don't have to do all of that like go easy on yourself well yes but I mean you do have to hang out with me I do <laughs> so <laughs> that's not a have to that's a I get to oh well oh thank um, you but but it's um, just like if you, yeah you're too like busy you... for your own good Rachel your social life is just too no, much well no it's 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 from going from a place where I never had plans with anyone because I didn't have friends to like having a few plans and that feels like a lot sometimes I'm oh yeah no, I get it. But oh, I get my it. My point was that, like, if you're in that position or worse, where like you feel like you have a million different Christmas parties to go to, and you don't really want to go to any, like, you have too much on your plate, like, it's okay to say no to some oh, of yeah. those things. Oh yeah, of course. Um, like, you don't have to go to every single no. That like your sanity is just much more important than that. That's what I'm trying to remind myself that my sanity is still kind of important. Like, I need it. My kids need might need to be sane. Yeah, no, for everyone. No, that is a very, Um, that's, that's actually very smart. And I could take your, um, (laughs) I could take your advice because I think, I think you are very right. Uh, just in general, I think as moms, but especially around the holidays, because you almost feel like this guilt, even though you shouldn't, people completely understand, you know, you can only, you're only one person, you can only do so much, but I think, you know, you just think, oh, my kids would love this or, I would love this, man, I would love to see these people or I would, you know, oh, wouldn't that be great? You know, but at the same time, 
you have to be able to say, Hey, I gotta, I gotta stay home tonight, you know, or we can't make it like we, you know, we can't do this many things in one week or whatever. I think you're completely right. And I think that's a really good, um, it's okay to say no. Right. Cause then at that point, when you stretch yourself thin enough, you get like, if you're like me, you get to be this just angry ball of like stress. That's just snappy and just yeah. not super nice. And that's so far from the whole reason for the seat. Like that's so far from the way that like Jesus wants me to act. Um, right. That I have to like reel it back in and be like, okay, maybe I'm trying to do too much. And it doesn't matter whether someone else could handle all these plans or not. Like, I, the bottom line is I can't. Exactly. So I'm not, not exactly. going to do it all. You can sit things out. It's okay to sit things out. Or like if if there's something on your kid's Christmas list that this new hot toy that they really, really want and you can't find it anywhere and you're having to drive all over God's green earth for this one thing, like don't, don't. It's I'm having <laughs> I'm having jingle all the way moment right here. Yeah, like Arnold's that shouldn't name. be a thing. Yeah, exactly. That shouldn't be a thing. Like, don't mm-hmm. don't do that. It's okay. Like, my kids have so much more. I mean, Mason was able to come up with a short Christmas list of like four things. Yeah. Um, but like, the, I mean, kids reach a point where they don't need all of the things, and like, some kids have a problem even coming up with a Christmas list. Yeah. Because they can't think of anything that they want. And, like, if that's happening, then your kids are probably, like, coming from a place of excess. Like, they have too yeah. much. So, hey, if you don't get the one thing on their list, even if it's the only thing on their list, if it's, like, if it's causing you that much, like, just don't, don't, don't do it. It's okay. It's going to be okay. 100%. 100%. You don't need to – you don't have to get everything on the list. You don't have to um, – you don't have to, you know, stretch yourself too thin, and you certainly don't have to go broke. Right. If you can't, if you don't have time or energy or whatever to, or extra funds to bake to your heart's content, like to bake all of the things, you know what? It's fine because I've never really heard anybody complain about a store-bought cookie. Uh, No one's ever complained about an Oreo. I've never met anyone that has. No. And like, if you, if your household, if you're a Santa household, you know what? I heard that he likes store-bought cookies just the same. Um, He loves Oreos, Rachel, because that's what we leave. (laughs) He's yeah. an Oreo like, man. Okay, it's okay if you can't do all of the things. There's your sanity is so much more important. Um, oh yeah. <clears throat> uh, actually, just fun little tiny story real quick before we uh, head out. But just speaking of, and now you you know that I mean your baking skills are much better than my baking skills. <laughs> no, when when it okay. comes to dessert, like you know, I have trouble with cookies. You know, I do. Mm. Um, Everyone's good year, at different things. I don't know. I don't remember if it was cookies, or was it, or was it cupcakes? I'm not really sure what happened. I don't remember. But there, I do remember that there was a situation last year, um, and I had to give Christina Simon, who goes for our church. Everybody knows Christina. Anyway, I, maybe it was a cookie exchange. Maybe it was some type of cookie exchange. Maybe. Um, well, the cookies that I was going to make homemade that I like really, I do remember I was like, I want to make these cookies and like, oh man. Uh, and I just gave her a bunch of Oreos. <laughs> I just gave her a bunch of Oreos <laughs> and I put them in like, you know, like a pretty little bag. <laughs> um, and I was like, 
these are the cookies. I didn't even, I didn't even get to make them. Like, not only did I not, I didn't even fail at them. I just even didn't even make them. <laughs> so, right, like, it wasn't like a nailed it. it was, you just didn't even attempt, which is I, fine. I mean, it's fine. I, I tried to attempt. Although the cookies that I, again, and it was Christmas Eve. I can't remember if they were cookies or that they were cupcakes, but I do know, I think they must've been cupcakes because I think I remember that I realized that I, that we were snowed in and I didn't have any uh, cupcake liners. Oh. <laughs> um, so that was like a whole thing. So they got some really lopsided cupcakes for Christmas. So, you know, I mean, they're going to look a lot worse after they've been eaten anyway. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, so if you want baked goods from me, I can more than, I can, it's not a problem. I will bring you some Oreos. It is, they are Milk's favorite cookie. That's right. So, I could go for an Oreo right now, <laughs> now that we've been talking about it so much. Anyway. You know, I, I baked cookies today. You did, and they looked um, wonderful. I did bake them today. Well, they're one of like three different kinds of cookies that I'm going to bake. Not because I feel like I have to do it, but also because I kind of just want to. Yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> um, but the, the problem is you bake them too far ahead of time and they don't last. Mm. Because I came home from work and there was a considerable amount of cookies missing when I gave specific instructions not to well, touch sure. more of them. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> you know, dads. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Mason threw him right under the bus right away. Oh, sure. Yeah, old Jack, because Scott, Scott will do the same thing. Oh, boy, I thought we had, we, we did, well, I didn't bake them, but my mother baked some uh, sugar cookies yesterday with Pearl. Like, they do that every year. <coughs> I'm not a huge sugar sugar cookie person, but I would try your homemade sugar cookies. I'm just, you know, eh, I could take them or leave them, but there was a lot of them. Not so many left. Not so many left. Yeah, it's... They disappeared. Uh, yeah, they seem to go missing at nighttime after the children are in bed. So, I mean, who knows? That's but... funny how that works. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. I must have been the elf, obviously. Couldn't have been our husband. Or your, or your, you know, 200-pound Newfoundland. Yeah, it could definitely... Yeah, Nigel I, looks I, like he knows his way around a cookie jar. I'm just saying. He does. Yes, I do. I have He's a, a very, I have a giant Newfoundland dog who's very, very, very large. <laughs> so yeah, he's substantial. Yes, he he's a he's a big boy. <laughs> he's a big boy. Oh man. Well, is there anything else you want to add on this little? I hope I hope that people like it. I mean, we're really just kind of chatting around but i mean i had fun i always have fun doing this um oh, that's kind of what matters i feel like no i think it was just reflecting on christmas any and all yeah christmas that was that, it you know, movies traditions yep um oh wait okay i have one more question okay what is your okay let's talk about christmas songs Ooh. okay all right so are you asking me what my favorite Christmas song is? Favorite and least favorite. Uh, <laughs> mm, well, <laughs> okay. You thought we were wrapping this up, but no, we're not. Apparently. Okay. So my favorite. Now, hmm, I'm going to say 
like if we're talking classic Christmas, right? Um, I do love, like I love O Come Emmanuel, like or Hark the, you know, Hark the, Hark, bleh, bleh, Hark the Herald Angels. Like I love, I love all the classic ones, but um, <laughs> I do love, in particular, the InSync Christmas album. All time. I'm so glad that you didn't say Mariah Carey because I was just no, no, gonna... no, 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 nope. no, thank you. No, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say the NSYNC Christmas album from 1997 or 1998. Um, that one lives very deep in my heart. Um, and I do love me some Michael Blue so I can't say that I have like, like this here is my favorite song, but Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Like, <laughs> I did love that song. But Under My Tree in Sync, yeah. <laughs> I just loved that Christmas album. I'm sorry. I just, I can't let it go. Uh, anyway, uh, my least favorite song. I haven't even officially heard it yet, but I really want to say it's probably that new Cher song because I just, I don't like Cher. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you do, but I don't like her. I, I just, I, I'm just not a Cher fan. Um, so I'm I gonna... didn't enjoy that either when I told you about it. I didn't enjoy it. It's like she's singing about like a DJ putting on a Christmas song and like uh-uh. it's like that bouncy like not techno but like that bouncy like dancing club beat. And I'm like, you are like 80 years old. Like just just because I'm picturing her at the age she's at now, like going to a party and just get it. And I'm just like. Mm. Is this the best way we could be spending our time at your age? I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, that's not. So what's your favorite? Mine aren't, like, I don't feel like mine are the ones that, like, most people um, are all about. So very specifically, um, Step Into Christmas by Elton John. All right. Okay. Um And... Uh, what Christmas means to me by Stevie Wonder. Oh, okay. Um, those are like my two favorite. Oh, I love it. Okay, those are um, such better answers than mine. Well, they're not ones that like uh, most would, would probably win like the most popular. Like, if you ask most people on the street, like I don't know how many of them would actually say either one of those. Um, well, no, but I think those are good. And quite frankly, I didn't even think about like that option. I think that the NSYNC album just like pops into my head. Well, I mean, I think that would be the same answer that a lot of women our age would give. Honestly. Yeah, probably. Um, takes us back to a simpler time. I think so. Um, and I think my least favorite would be... Um, I don't love that new share one. I really don't. But I also... And I might, people are going to probably hate me for this. And that's okay. No, you know what? Now I'm thinking of a whole bunch of them that I don't like. Um, the Christmas Shoes one... Oh, I, that's emotional abuse to me. I can't handle. I can't. It's too sad. I can't. I, I just. I can't. I can't do it. Um, <clears throat> and I don't really love the Mariah Carey "All I Want for Christmas Is You." That's not my favorite either. Um, oh. mm. there is one. I know we're we're trying to wrap up, but like you guys are gonna maybe you'll probably appreciate this story. Um, so I'm gonna tell it real quick. Uh, you might know this. You might not. I don't know. So, this all has to do with Christmas songs. So, as a married couple, when we lived very close to our family, we would alternate years of, like, whose family we would spend Christmas Eve with. 
um, like one year it would be Tim's family, one year it would be my family, and back and forth and back, blah blah blah. So we would go when it was his year. We would go to his grandma's house, um, and it was like just your typical like everybody hang out in the basement. We would eat ham and and Jello and all these things, just a run of the mill like nothing special party. Um, and I remember the first year that I went there. Um, they there was time for game. Like we knew there was there was going to be a white elephant that exchange, and then there was going to be a game, and we needed gifts for both. And I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" And Tim was just like, "You'll see." I was like, "Okay." It was weird, but whatever. So we go, and and <laughs> this is this is what they had us do. Okay, so we all had to sit in a circle, and it was a big gathering, cousins and aunts and uncles and and whatever. So we all had to sit in a big circle. And his grandma, Grandma Sharon, um, would turn on, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Okay, yes. Mm -hmm. And so the object of the game, which I don't know where this came from. I don't know the origins of this. It was just chaos. And I I don't, (laughs) so you would sit in a circle over two gifts. Okay. And, And so one half of the circle, you just, you pass the gift around the circle the two gifts around this big circle but every time the song said the word hippopotamus you'd have to switch directions of which way you were passing the gift so at one point towards the end you start passing it back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and then whoever it lands on when the song is over gets to open it um and i had never heard anything like this before and it was very strange and it was chaotic and like people wouldn't always pay enough attention and then sometimes they would panic and the gifts would just be flying back and forth people would be tossing them and grandma sharon would not be happy about it and it was a whole thing and it was something that we did every year that we went there um and i was just chaotic but i was like okay i'm here for whatever and so in uh, it's been a couple years now I don't, I don't remember exactly the the year. It was before we moved up here. I know that much. Um, His grandma Sharon passed away. And um, what I didn't, what I, and so many other people at the the funeral service didn't know is that, well, there was a lot of people who didn't know that we did this anyway. They didn't know that this was something that we did at our Christmas celebrations. Um, so to mine and everyone else's surprise at the funeral, my sister-in-law, as well as some of the cousins had decided that like in honor of grandma Sharon, which is a cool, like in, in hindsight, it was a cool thing to do. They, they started playing the game okay. in, in the middle of the funeral and, and like, like the family, we picked up on what was happening pretty quickly, but there were some people that were like, what are they playing? <laughs> the hippopotamus like and then like gifts they were passing gifts through the rows of seats in the funeral home and like we were having explained to people very quickly like no keep passing it keep passing it like and when they say hippopotamus switch it back switch it back so all of a sudden we're playing this game in the middle of the funeral home um which felt really weird and icky at the time but like she loved that game that was like her pride and joy and and I know that like she would have absolutely loved that that was happening in that moment but people were so confused (laughs) and I will say that that is the only the only funeral I have ever attended in my entire life in which I walked out with a prize wow 
I mean, it stopped on me. One of them stopped on me and I had to open it and everyone was just looking. It was, it was at the time it felt really chaotic and like traumatic. Like, oh my gosh, what is happening? We're in the middle of a funeral. But now looking back, I'm like, that's the perfect way to remember her because like she would have loved that that happened. Um, But yeah, that's my Christmas song story is the hippopotamus song. You just, when you pass the gift around and every time they say hippopotamus, you pass it back. That's adorable. Um, I love that. Yeah. That's wild. really cute. It's the only time I've ever walked out of a funeral with a prize, and it was the strangest thing, but also kind of cool, because she loved Christmas, and she loved that get-together, and it meant so much to her. Um, I think that's cool. I think that's cool. Yeah, once, once the rest of the people understood what was happening and why it was happening, they thought it was cool, too, but, man, I've never seen so many confused faces oh, in my sure, life. Like- Oh. I didn't know they were planning on like a lot of us didn't know they were planning on doing it. Right. The the director was kind of just like, okay, and now the family has like a special tradition or whatever. And like I didn't even really think about it until the music started playing and I was like, oh no, this is happening here. Right? Oh well, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Not to mention it was like the summertime also. Like she passed away in the summertime, I think. So it was even more confusing, I think, to a lot of people. <laughs> Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I, I had love to it. throw that out there. No, I love that. I love that. Um, also, just real quick, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, you know what my favorite Christmas album is? What is it? <clears throat> I, no one's probably going to have any idea at all. What I'm sure no one's probably heard of Gary Hoey. Um, but I just not. he, it's not even. It's just. <sighs> He takes like these songs and I've, I've gone to a couple of like his concerts. I used to go with my dad, like every Christmas downstate. Um, so it probably reminds me of my dad, which is why I like it so much, but he plays guitar, but he plays like, you know, the Grinch and he plays all these ones and it's just like magical. It's just like magic. Uh, so you'll have to listen to it, but it's just guitar, but it's just like, I don't know. It's so fun. So if you're just looking for like a fun, like rock and roll Christmas album, yeah, just look that up. So that's it. That's all I have to say. So. No, I, I think that ties in perfectly. It's like the some of the Christmas songs, they just really take you to those special like times. In your, and that sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. No, it totally is. Totally. Hmm. Well, I think I, I think I got all my Christmas stuff out. How about you? Yeah, I think I think we've covered most of it. Like I said, any and all things Christmas. I think I think we did it. My life is forever changed now that I um, have finally seen a Christmas uh, Christmas vacation. Yep, uh, I'm gonna quote that for the rest of my life. Yep, you have to. You have to. Have to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, with that being said, I guess um, Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, hope that you. Have a beautiful um, time with, you know, whatever your plans are. And um, remember Jesus' birth and that he loves you. And that's the true meaning of Christmas. And next, so next week, we'll be back on our uh, virtues. Right, Rachel? Yeah, we're going to plug right back in and finish up the series. We're not too far from being done. No. Um, And so... I did confirm with her today, um, actually literally a few minutes (laughs) before I started talking to you. Um, But so next week is our homemaking episode. 
Um, and our friend Heather said that, yes, she would love to come on and talk about homemaking. So we're going to have Heather, our sweet little Heather Mays, come on next week and chat with us. Yeah, so. so if you guys are really into, if you're looking for, like, a, a very 